0: Hey, everyone. So this season on Full Heart Free Voice podcast, we are celebrating play and creativity. And so at the beginning of each episode for season two, Caitlin and I will be highlighting creative works of joy by Black, Indigenous, and people of color, queer, differently abled, or neurodiverse folks. And so I am so excited to share with you one of my favorite books in the world, called A Princess in Theory by Alyssa Cole. And I'm going to read the description of this book to you. It's so freaking good. So in the description, it says, From acclaimed author Alyssa Cole comes the tale of a city Cinderella and her prince charming in disguise. Between grad school and multiple jobs, Naledi Smith doesn't have time for fairy tales or patience for the constant emails claiming she's betrothed to an African prince. Sure, write, delete. As a former foster kid, she's learned that the only things she can depend on are herself and the scientific method, and a silly email won't convince her otherwise. Prince the Biso is the sole heir to the throne of Thessalon, shouldering the hopes of his parents and his people. At the top of their list, his marriage. Ever dutiful, he tracks down his missing betrothed. When Naledi mistakes the prince for a pauper, the beso can't resist the chance to experience life and love without the burden of his crown. The chemistry between them is instant and irresistible, and flirty friendship quickly evolves into passionate knights. But when the truth is revealed, can a princess in theory become a princess ever after? <laughs> so this book is so cool. Uh, The main character is a scientist, so there's this super cool science mystery throughout the whole thing, and it's about love and passion and joy, and I think you all will really love it. Welcome to the Full Heart Free Voice Podcast. I'm Emma Veritas, and I'm a writing coach for folks who want to write authentically on the internet.
1: And I'm Caitlin Bosshart, a life coach for multi-passionate creatives, people who want to create a life of their own design, and wedding coach for couples who want to tie the knot their way. We read books that inspire you to live with a full heart and a free voice. This season, we're reading Big Magic, Creative Living Beyond Fear by Elizabeth Gilbert.
0: And we're exploring what it means to live a life that is driven more strongly by curiosity
1: than fear. If you'd like to purchase a copy of Big Magic or any book that we've ever mentioned on the show and support the podcast, you can go to our bookshop.org page at bookshop.org forward slash shop forward slash full heart free voice podcast.
0: Hey everyone, we are so excited to be here with you for season two of Full Heart Free Voice podcast, um, where we are reading Big Magic Creative Living Beyond Fear by Elizabeth Gilbert. And if you missed it, in the trailer episode for this season, Caitlin and I talk about why we picked this book, what it's all about, and we also talked about a few changes to the podcast including adding a Patreon page and a bookshop.org affiliate site and so if you miss the trailer we really invite you to go listen to that um just so you can get keyed in on everything we will be doing and we do want to let you know that Uh, For this episode, if you've been following along and if you've listened to "Women Who Run with the Wolves," you will notice that this episode is really different. We set up a whole different um, episode structure just to really go along with big magic, right? Each book is so different, and what it needs is so different for a book study. Um, And so, in the episode, I will introduce each segment and let you know what it's all about and what we are
1: doing. And we also wanted to just give you a quick heads up that in this podcast, we are adults having adult conversations all about some really personal topics. And, you know, sometimes Emma and I just feel like we need a good swear word to fully and authentically express how we're feeling about things. So we just wanted you to be aware that there will be the occasional curse word. So just to be mindful if there's little ears around, if you would prefer that they do not hear that.
0: Um, Because Elizabeth Gilbert talks so much about curiosity and she talks about, you know, the curiosity driven life and how this is for her what she's teaching, just a key aspect to creativity. Caitlin and I want to start our episodes with a segment we're calling Curiosity Corner, (laughs) where for 30 seconds, we each get a turn to say what we're curious about right now. Um, We're only doing 30 seconds because we could probably have an entire podcast where we talk about everything we're curious about all the time <laughs> because we we both do a lot of different things um, but we want to just celebrate this idea that creativity can be anything right that in uh, the Chapter or in the book, Elizabeth Gilbert says, you know, creativity is wide and varied. And so we're really hoping to inspire you all to see that creativity really is wide and varied. And if you would like to share what you're curious about too, we'd love to hear from you over on our Instagram. You can hashtag Full Heart Free Voice podcast. You can hashtag Curiosity Corner and just let us know what you're up to. Okay, Caitlin, I'm setting my timer. And are you ready to tell us what you're curious about right now for the next 30 seconds?
1: We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) The evil cackle. I love it. I don't know why. This makes me laugh. Yeah. First of all, hi, everyone. I'm so happy that we're back. (laughs) Yeah. Here we go. This is going to be a new adventure. Okay. Okay. Try to get my wits about me here. (laughs) Okay. Ready, set, go. So, I have been really interested in human design to the point that it's all I've been talking about. And my husband's like, could we talk about something else? Specifically, quantum human design. And I've been looking into the work of Karen Curry Parker. So, if anyone's interested, but it's been so cool for me to look at my human design on my chart, understand more about me, my overall type, and how that. How that plays out in the rest of my life. The other thing I've been interested in is abstract painting, and I'm almost out of time, but that's been so cool because it's different than what I normally do. (laughs) (laughs) You did it. I did it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Heart is racing a little bit. Okay. Your turn. Okay. Okay. Ready,
0: set. Okay, so what I've been doing lately actually is playing the ukulele because I had a friend come up to visit me, and she had her guitar with her, and I have a ukulele that I got last Christmas that I've never played, and so she wanted to play together, and it was really fun. We did a lot of like exploring um, music together, and it's been a long time since I've played a musical instrument, so I've been loving playing ukulele, and that same friend brought me a rabbit that she found at Golden Gate Park, and she rescued him. Now he's here living in my house, so I'm learning about bunny behavior.
1: <laughs> I love how it just like at the edge is like, <laughs> like, like <goes> <laughs> so good. I love it. Yeah,
0: we did it. So those are all the things we're curious about. See, creativity can be about rabbits, ukulele, human design, and abstract painting. Abstract <laughs> painting. Who knows? All sorts of things. <laughs> So then our next section is where we give you all a recap of the reading that we did. And in Woman Who with the Walls, which is the last book that we read from season one, we did chapter by chapter readings. Um, there were 16 chapters in the book. And so each episode was for a chapter. In Big Magic, she organizes the book a little differently. There are five parts of the book. The first part is called Courage, which is the one we're reading now. And then there are a few like small essays in that part, right? So each part has a few like short essays, almost like blog post style writing um, that she has put together. And so what we're going to do is we're going to group those short essays. So for our this episode, we are talking about the first three essays that she writes in the book from part one on courage. And these essays are called, Hidden Treasure, Creative Living Defined, and An Amplified Existence. So if you'd like to do the reading uh, before listening or after, those are the three essays that we're going to be talking about. And just briefly, in the Hidden Treasure essay, What she does is she really like sets us up to start learning about what creativity means. And she tells us all about this poet named Jack Gilbert, who was never a very famous poet, but who could have been famous because he was so charismatic. um, So interesting. His poetry was, you know, nominated for the Pulitzer prize. And Elizabeth Gilbert says she learned about him when, he had taken a position a teaching position at a university that she later took the same position at and it was like the directly the year after so she was talking to students who had him as a teacher he had left his poetry books in the office so she was reading his poetry books and she says that you know what she learned from creativity from talking to these students was that You know, Jack Gilbert would say, and specifically, he did say to one of the students who, you know, wanted to be a writer, he said to her, That's amazing, you know, go for it. And do you have the courage to bring forth this work? And he said, The treasures that are hidden inside you are hoping you'll say yes. And so, this is what really launches us into her talking about what creative living means, and specifically what she means um, in Big Magic. And so in the Creative Living Defined essay, Liz Gilbert says that, you know, the central question of a creative life is, do you have the courage to bring forth your hidden treasures? And, you know, she acknowledges she doesn't know what your hidden treasures are, but she really believes that we are all walking repositories of hidden treasures and that she believes a creative living is when or when you are living creatively you are hunting for all of these jewels that are within you and learning how to bring them forth into the world right and that that's what big magic is is when we find these treasures inside of us and we bring them forth into the world so it's not about you know being a great like award-winning um, cinematographer or uh Published writer who's you know best selling. It's more about your own personal relationship with what's inside of you and bringing that out into the world in a way that's right for you. And so then she, in the next essay, in Amplified Existence, tells a story that's an example of that. So she talks about her friend Susan, who was a figure skater when she was a teenager, but you know this friend Susan learned that she wasn't really going to. Like an award winning figure skater, right? She she wasn't going to be one of those people that was going to be at the Olympics, like winning gold medals. And so she quit figure skating when she was a teenager. And when Susan was 40, she found herself kind of in a sad state in her life. She felt listless, she felt heavy and down. And she was trying to remember when she last really felt alive. And it was when she was a teenager and figure skating. And so she decided to take up figure skating again. She hired a coach. She started figure skating every morning, three days a week, and she just still does that. So she knows, right, the story doesn't end with her winning a big gold medal. And Elizabeth Gilbert says the story doesn't end at all, right? Like the point is that she remembered that there was a way that she could feel alive and creative in her life. And it was through figure skating. And so she did it, right? She she just decided to figure skate, you know, for her own amplified existence. And it's also in this essay that, that Elizabeth Gilbert says specifically that, um, Creative living means living a life that is driven more strongly by curiosity than fear. And so her friend Susan was curious, what would it be like to figure skate again, right? And she was driven by that and followed that. Okay, so that's what's happening in these essays. We're getting an introduction to creativity and what it is. And so, Caitlin, was there like a message for you from this reading or a teaching or something that really spoke to you about what it means for you to live creatively beyond fear. You know, she said that's the subtitle of the book. So is there something that really helped you to do that with this reading?
1: Reading this part of it for me just felt validating, I think, for my own experience. So when she's talking about how creativity is, you know, gives a sense of like expansion and richness and vibrance and texture and all these different things to life. It's so validating. And it feels to me like the message is like, it is so worth spending our time and energy immersed in creativity and letting creativity move throughout our lives in all the varied and many forms. I also really loved that you know, like creativity is for all of us. It's, it's for every single person and that it can come through us in all these different ways that there can be, creativity can be modest. It doesn't, we don't have to like, you know, swing for the bleachers, like she says. Um, And that it's never too late to, to connect with our creativity and connect with creative living.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I really like that part, too, that it's kind of like lowers the stakes a little bit on creativity. I think we have like we're living in this capitalist culture in the United States, and there's just such a pressure to turn everything into an award winning activity or a financial winning activity. It's like there's such a drive to make everything we do into something capitalist, right? And it's like, why not just do something for the sake of doing it? I love that she's putting that
1: idea forward in this book. Yeah. And I think that she's like flipping that idea on its head where people will sometimes quit, like her friend who's a figure skater, quit because she wasn't going to be the best. And it's like that's just not the that's not the point. The creative like the point of creativity, and this is what I think I'm really taking away from it, is is like the way like it adds to your life on such a fundamental level that it doesn't have to be anything outward. It doesn't have to be like you have to get the awards or the accolades or the money from it for it to be worthwhile.
0: OK, so after we do our reading recap, um, what we're going to be doing in the episodes is Caitlin and I will take turns each episode coaching each other on anything in the reading that challenged us or anything that we just wanted to explore more or get more clarity on in our own creative lives. And so today, Caitlin will be coaching me on the reading. (laughs) Thank you for doing this, Caitlin. I'm excited to be coached.
1: Absolutely. And I'm excited to to see what came up for you. So when you were reading this, what is maybe a specific piece of these three sections that we went through that stood out to you that you want to explore a little bit further?
0: So you know what's interesting about this is I have a real, or I should say like I'm really challenged by How she describes the hidden treasures. When I read about it, it actually makes me feel kind of angry and frustrated. So I would love to explore this hidden treasure concept more with you. And I would love your help to, like, get some clarity on it.
1: (laughs) Ah, interesting. Would you be willing to expand on that a little bit more for us?
0: Yeah, so I would say not The Jack Gilbert quote, that idea of like, you know, do you have the courage and the hidden treasures inside of you? Want you to say yes? Like that doesn't bring up that feeling for me. What does it is this quote in the Creative Living Defined um, essay. And it's in this quote where she says, like, I believe this is one of the oldest and most generous tricks the universe plays on us human beings, both for its own amusement and for ours. The universe buries strange jewels deep within us all and then stands back to see if we can find them. The hunt to uncover those jewels, that's creative living. I
1: just don't like that idea. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so say more. What don't you like about it?
0: Well, I feel like it makes it feel, like for me, I read that and I think, well, okay, so then there's like, this thing that I have to go searching for, like this vague thing that I don't even know what it is. And I'm going to spend my life searching. And it just feels too vague and confusing. And it already makes me feel like a failure. Mm. <laughs> I already failed at finding all of these jewels that the universe has hidden. Like making it seem like, like I can't see my own jewels and my own treasure kind of pisses me off. And it makes it me feel like. Like I, yeah, like it's some unattainable thing, even though I know she's saying it's attainable and like, that's the idea. I just, I don't like this idea that the universe is hiding these things. Cause I think maybe they're not really hidden. It's more just like, you know, we have to shed some limiting beliefs and then we can pursue our stuff. I don't know. I just, it really gets under my skin.
1: So when you're saying that, you know, maybe it's not hidden, but that there are those limiting beliefs that are maybe covering it up, what might be some of those limiting beliefs that are maybe covering over some of your creative jewels?
0: Right. So I would say, um, you know, I think I can tell the story about how I learned that I like the color pink. I think that's kind of a cute story. Yes, I one. love that story. <laughs> Where I I grew up believing that pink was like a weak color. Like it was like girly and being – I was not in a feminist household. I was in a very patriarchal sexist household that I grew up in. And so if something was defined as feminine, it meant it was weak, right? And so I hated the color pink because even though now I know it's a lot of bullshit that like colors are gendered, I just have to swear on this episode podcast now, I think.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just let it out. Like the anger is coming through. It's like, this is, yeah, it feels, this is appropriate for like what's coming up. So earmuffs, little ones, but yeah, please continue.
0: Start swearing here. (laughs) Okay. But yeah, I think it's bullshit that colors are gendered, but I really felt that inside myself, right? And then it was like later on, I was on a retreat and there we were doing an exercise. It was Bev Barnes's Souls Calling Coach Training Retreat. And one of the questions was like, what city do you love? And I was talking about how I love Santa Clara, which is where I lived before. And I loved it because there were roses everywhere. Like I love... Um, there were just rose gardens everywhere. They were so beautiful. And I was like, you know, I hate the color pink, but I love roses. (laughs) And then everyone looked at me like, you hate pink? It was because I was covered head to toe in pink. Like I was wearing pink jeans. had a backpack with giant pink flowers on it. (laughs) Like I had like a pink shawl. Like I was wearing pink. And I really believe that I hated pink. So I don't think my love of pink Was a hidden treasure. (laughs) It was like there for all to see. But because of the patterns that I grew up with, I needed some help dismantling that. Right. Mm. So I feel like, like, I don't like to think that this is a hidden treasure because it means I can't see it. And what I want to believe is I can see it. You can see what's amazing in yourself. These things are visible, they're visible to other people. And sometimes we just need like a little help to see them, to like unpattern some of the conditioning we have. But I don't like to think that they're so hidden that we can't see them.
1: So is it is it fair to say, though, that this was something about you that you couldn't see?
0: It was something about me that I couldn't see. But I don't like the idea that like the universe hid that inside
1: of me. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, okay. So, okay. Here, I think that this is what I think I'm hearing. So and tell me where I'm wrong, but it's not its not so much that you think like, or that if it doesn't feel true to you that the universe hid that, it's that your conditioning hid that from you.
0: Yes. Yes. Caitlin, that's it. <laughs> that's what it is. Yes. That feels so much clearer now. That's what I think. I disagree with Elizabeth Gilbert's idea that the universe is hiding things inside of us. I believe that the universe is putting them in plain sight and that society baloney and conditioning can uh, cover our eyes over.
1: Mm. So when you say that, does that feel – does that ring as more true to you?
0: Yes. That really helps me. It feels like in my body – like before when we started talking, my body felt all tense and angry, and now I feel like clear and clean and like, yeah, that's what I think. And I think it's fine that she puts forth this idea – I just like that now I know what I really think about it. It's different than what she thinks, but I feel good to be clear on
1: what I think. Right. And I I think that that's such a huge part of creative, like creative living, right? That you are taking these ideas, you're running it through your own authenticity filter and then deciding like, do do I connect with this or not? Or what pieces like don't fit and how do I pull those out and put something else in, you know, so that it Mm -hmm. actually connects and makes sense for you. Exactly.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for coaching me and of course I'd love to know what everyone else thinks about this idea. Like like cuz I also think, you know, it is different for everyone. So someone might really look at that idea of like the universe hiding the jewels and that might actually feel like really inspiring to someone else. It might help you. So I would love to hear like your idea on that, right? So if you post on Instagram, if you want to post on Instagram or join our Patreon, you can let us know what you think about that idea.
1: Yeah. I would be really, really curious to hear other people's reaction to this too, because actually it surprised me that, that, that had such a strong reaction for you because for me, it's like, Ooh, there's like this mystery and it's sort of mischievous and fun and playful. And I do like the idea of, of, you know, discovering these things that are within me. And at least for me, the way that I sort of experience that is when I will come across something like starting to do these abstract paintings, like I was sharing in curiosity corner that I've, I've never done abstract painting before. I've always done something where I've had a more of a specific idea endpoint, and reference in mind. And to then start to experience like a totally different way of like creativity, it like woke up something within me that I didn't know was part of who I was or how, like something I would enjoy, Mm -hmm. you know, same thing with like beekeeping that happened to me, you know? And so that idea of these hidden jewels, it's like, I think sometimes we see them reflected back to us, like out in the world. And then we're like, oh, this, here's this cool thing that's inside of me. Yeah. I really
0: like that. That sounds really fun. I still don't feel that way after you saying it, but it sounds amazing <laughs> I feel like that. <laughs> it sounds really fun. Yeah, I can see that being like a treasure hunt versus like, like I maybe I have a, or maybe, let's say definitely have some of my religious upbringing, right? Coming in here and putting a stamp on it. Like the universe hides that shit in you. Like, no, <laughs> no. So what? So I just can't attain heaven again? Screw you. Oh, you
1: can see it as like a fun treasure hunt. (laughs) Totally. Well, and I think, but I think that's like, we're all going to bring our own lens and our own experiences into this. And so I think that's like, it's so cool to explore that. So for you just to have that awareness of like, oh, here, this is like bringing up this like wounding for me and Mm -hmm. this piece that just like Mm -hmm. feels very inauthentic and just like does not work with who I am is being brought up by this and so it's cool that now you're bringing it up out of your subconscious to kind of be like okay how do I want to work with this how do I want to move through it and like we can feel totally different about how each of these each of these ideas which I think is like really fun and interesting.
0: Mm -hmm. I think so too because I I don't know about you, like, but what I've found as a coach is that words really matter for people. Like the words that you use can challenge people in so many different ways, depending on like everyone's very unique experience, right? Like you can say one word and it can bring up a host of of challenges and wounding for some people like me with that idea of the universe <laughs> hiding the treasure. and. For someone else, it opens up the world for them, right? So that's where authenticity matters so much. And we're just really saying like, we're reading a book about creativity, but you also get to pick your own words to describe creativity for you,
1: right? We don't want to create any extra barriers for people. Absolutely. And one thing that I'll say too about just the definition of creativity being about curiosity. I really liked that because curiosity just feels like it kind of lowers the the stakes. It kind of like softens like what creativity can be so that it's not so much pressure. I think creativity is one of those words that can bring up a lot for people. Yeah,
0: I agree. Creativity, that word can just have such high stakes for people, right? Depending on how you learned about it. And so, yeah, I would love to hear other people's ideas. And as we go through this, I think that's what we'll be exploring. We'll be looking at Elizabeth Gilbert's words, like her words that helped her find freedom. And we can you know, come up for each of us with our own words that help us find freedom to create and to
1: live a creative life and to follow our curiosity. So I know we went off a little bit on a tangent, but kind of going back to what we were coaching you on this idea of these hidden treasures. And, you know, as we moved kind of through that and you kind of realized what, what that brought up for you, how do you see this concept uh, supporting you with your passion projects or how do you see it intersecting with them? Yeah. So if I think about, so if
0: I let go of this like idea that the universe is hiding treasures inside of me, which does not work for me, and just think about like, that something to remember is that I still have a lot of patterns. I still have a lot of like stuff from my childhood, stuff from even my grown-up hood, right. That informs what I think I can and cannot do like what I think I love and what I don't love. And so it's just good to remember that like, I can go to friends and ask them, you know, what do you see in me that's interesting? Like, that's always such a fun exercise is to ask your friends to tell you what they see in you. Like, what do you think I love? You know, what do you think I'm interested in? (laughs) Right. And it makes me think about, you know, let's say with playing ukulele, like I hadn't played ukulele really since I got it. Last Christmas. And when my friend came up to visit me and she was like, hey, play. I was like, oh, yeah, I love music. I forgot. Right. And so it makes me just remember that, you know, because it was really through connection with other people where they said had to say to me, you love the color pink. It just reminds me that doing creativity in partnership can be amazing because other people can see things about you that you don't always see that are positive and wonderful. And so I think that will inform my creativity, like with our podcast, um, with this work that we do makes me wonder where else I can like invite a partner into my creative work.
1: Mm, I love that. Ah, I think, thank you for sharing that. And I'm excited to, to see how you explore that a little bit further and what, how it shows up going forward.
0: So our next segment is where Caitlin and I actually let you know what we're up to. So as you know, and can probably tell, even if this is your first episode that you've listened to, Caitlin and I do a lot of different things. We are coaches, but we always have like a lot going on and we would love for you to join us in what we do. And so with this section, Caitlin and I will each tell you about something we have going on that we we would love for you to check out and come join us in. So, Caitlin, what are you up to?
1: So, right now, I would love to share with you that I have a couple of spots available in my six month in depth, highly customized coaching program for multi passionate creatives, where I will help you to really understand who you are as a multi passionate creative, help you see that who you are is not something that you need to fix, but instead, embrace and celebrate as an asset, as your, your ultimate X factor of being a multi-passionate creative and how to embrace that in a way that it helps you bring your ideas into the world. It helps you pursue your interests and passions and ultimately curate a life that is of your own making of your own design. So if this is something that you would be curious in exploring I would love to invite you to schedule a free 45-minute discovery session with me where I'll get to know you, where you're at right now, uh, where the things that have maybe been holding you back from moving forward, and where you see yourself going in the future. At least what you know right now, you don't have to have a perfectly clear vision by any means. And we'll see if working together is a good fit. So you can reach out to me at my website, com. Or just say hi on Instagram. Just direct message me at Caitlin underscore bossheart and we'll connect there and I'll learn a little bit more about you and take some next steps from there. So that's my main thing at the moment. Um Emma, what do you have going on? Yeah, so I
0: am a writing coach. I'm also a writer. And I have a membership program that I really, really love. It's called Courageous Bloggers Society. And this membership is really for you if you are somebody who wants to write online. Um, It might feel a little scary for you because you actually want to show up authentically, right? Authenticity is a key word for you. You actually want to show up and write things that are meaningful and mean something to you. Uh, but maybe that feels intimidating because the internet can be kind of scary. So in the Courageous Blogger Society, I run two writing workshops a month. Like we get together and we meet on the new moon and the full moons each month. And we really dig into like what's coming up with your writing, right? I coach you through what's coming up. And we also do like teachings on writing craft and how to write online. And so you get just a ton of like teaching and coaching we also do a couple like very low stakes but very fun writing challenges a month just to help you get the gears going right just like sometimes when you feel stuck creatively it can help to do like a little challenge just to help get things going again um and then i have online courses also in the membership one is called your the roadmap to your first 10 blog posts and then i just Uh, released one more online course in there, which is a series of meditations to help you clear blocks to your self-expression. I'd say this membership is for you if you uh, like appreciate a kind of witchy approach (laughs) to things, if you really want to write and be a writer, if you want to share your authentic voice, and also if you just want to have a lot of Fun because the group is really, really good. I love our members and I love just being able to do all this fun, supportive work for people who are sharing and want to share really genuinely helpful and meaningful things in the world. Okay, so our last segment about big magic for this episode is our quotes segment, where Caitlin and I will each share with you a quote. Um, from the reading and why it was meaningful to us. So Caitlin, what is your quote?
1: What meaningful quote did you find in the reading? So my quote is from the An Amplified Existence section. And the quote is, a creative life is an amplified life. It's a bigger life, a happier life, an expanded life, and a hell of a lot more interesting life. Living in this manner continuously and stubbornly brings forth the jewels that are hidden within you is a fine art in and of itself. And I love it because this just feels so near and dear to my heart and is such a deep calling for me and the work that I do and for the people that I work with to live this amplified life that is deeply creative deeply meaningful that they feel expansive within their life and so again just that feeling of validation of of that message so how about you emma what's the quote that you chose today
0: <laughs> so i'm actually going to take a quote from the hidden treasure section <laughs> um And But this is when she was talking about Jack Gilbert and the things he would say to his students and what he taught. And she says, Most of all, though, he asked his students to be brave. Without bravery, he instructed, they would never be able to realize the vaulting scope of their own capacities. Without bravery, they would never know the world as richly as it longs to be known. Without bravery their lives would remain small, far smaller than they probably wanted their lives to be. And I like this because I know in the next section we'll be talking about fear. She definitely addresses creative fear in this book. And I like this idea that that creativity does take bravery. And I think for me, I can go back and forth between thinking something I want to do creatively can feel flaky to me, you know. Maybe I like undermine it and think it's not really important. I might think my own creative ideas are frivolous, and I go back and forth between that and feeling terrified to do this thing that feels really, really meaningful and important, right? <laughs> and so, I think that that bravery for me personally is a is an encouraging word, and it's nice just to, to remember that. You know for all of us, it takes a little bravery to be creative. And when she talks about, you know, knowing the vaulting scope of your own capacities, like I just think that's such a gorgeous sentence. And I think, yeah, I want that. I want to know the vaulting scope of my own capacities. So I'm looking forward to continuing to read Big Magic and to to get into this, right? Even more. Um experience that right the vaulting scope of my own capacities mm, beautiful I love that okay everyone that's our episode and this is how we'll be doing the episodes for big magic so we would love for you to keep listening we'd love to hear from you on instagram you can tag us we're at full underscore free voice underscore podcast and We have a Patreon, and in our Patreon, all the rewards are designed to support you with living this creative life um, and to really bring some more connection, right? We're available. Some of the tiers... Um, you'll be able to hang out directly with us. Um, we want to really support you and to create a lot of connection around this book and this topic. So we invite you to come to our Patreon. You can join for as little as $3 a month, and you can find that at patreon.com slash podcast.
1: And we would be so, so grateful if you love the podcast, whether you're just joining us for the first time or have been with us all through the last... Book and season, if you would please, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. We would be so grateful. We'd love to hear what you have taken away from the podcast, what you love about it. And it really helps us. It really helps the podcast to reach more listeners um, and to connect with people who will value uh, all the different things that we have to talk about. Okay. Thanks, everyone. See you next time. Thank you.
0: This episode was produced by Emma Veritas and Caitlin Bosshart. You can find out more about me, Emma, at my website, veritaswriterssanctuary.com, where you can download your free workbook, Six Steps to Calm Your Fear and Write Your First blog post. And you can connect with me on my Instagram page, Books and Moss, at books underscore and underscore moss.
1: And you can find out more about me, Caitlin, at my website, CaitlinBossHeart.com, where you can download my free workshop and workbook called Finally Start Your Passion Projects. And I'd love to connect with you on Instagram. Come find me at Caitlin underscore Boss Heart and say hello. If you love the podcast, it would mean the world to us if you'd subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. To stay connected with us, join the conversation
0: on Instagram at full heart underscore free voice underscore podcast or join our patreon at patreon.com forward slash full heart free voice podcast and remember you can purchase any of the books we mentioned in today's podcast at our bookshop.org affiliate link and you can find all these
1: links in our show notes a special thank you to the amazing artists whose music is featured in our podcast wally ingram stevie black and tom freund You've heard portions of tracks Shine a Light and Who Do You Love from the record Spade. And thanks to Caitlin Bosshart for creating our beautiful cover art. And thanks to Kirat Basu for all his audio and technical help. And a huge thank you to Emma Veritas for all of her editing magic. Last but not least, thank you to you, our listeners.